I'm Danica Childs with the Audacious Adventure and I am here in my backyard garden which uh, might be kind of noisy with birds and potentially even helicopters and things but hopefully that won't get in the way of you enjoying this episode where I am starting something called a quick start or maybe jump start guide to your spiritual life with God. Just some quick tips that um, hopefully will help you in this crazy adventure that is life with God. So today I wanted to start with one of the foundational habits that we as Christians should have if we want to experience growth with God, if we want to experience intimacy with God, if we want to experience deeper connection with God. This is a foundational way of being that is necessary for the process of sanctification. And you might be wondering, what is this mystery way of being that she's talking about? Well, I had a professor in college that said, if your prayer life is boring, then you are probably not being honest with God because your life is filled with experiences and thoughts and feelings. And if you aren't taking any of that into your prayer life, then it is going to be a boring prayer life because the reality is, is God wants you to show up in all of who you are and all of who you are is messy. And that's what he wants to see. So today we're going to talk about what does it mean to be honest before God? And how many of you, when you hear that, get a little tingly inside, like, mm, I don't know if I want to be honest before God. How many of you even think about being honest before God? How many of you even think about your prayer life? Maybe that's a place to start. What is your prayer life like? Is it boring? Do you um, avoid it? Do you look forward to it? Um, what sorts of things do you talk about in your prayer life with God? Do you bring in all the messy feelings and thoughts and um, experiences you've had in your day? Or is it pretty sanitary? Do you just kind of show up and um, say, oh, you know, thank you that um, it was a nice day. And thank you that things went okay for me. Or, um, you know, help me with this problem. Help me with this person. And it's kind of generic. Is your prayer life generic? Um, where you're, you think you're sharing things that are true about you, but it's kind of surface. Well, the reality is, is that if you want to go deep in any relationship, like think of all your human relationships, whether it is a spouse, a friend, um, a child, whomever it is, a colleague, if you want to go deeper in that relationship, it requires honesty. If we are not going to be truthful with other people about ourselves, about what we really think or what we really feel about something, or or if we never even share true experiences we've had with people, then those relationships are so surface and inauthentic. Like we can feel that they're flat. Well, the same thing will happen in your relationship with God. If you do not bring your truthful self into your prayer life with God, you will have a boring, flat sanitized prayer life with God. And does that sound like anything anybody really wants? I mean, maybe I, I, I can't speak for everybody, but I know for myself, like that is like the death knell of a prayer life is if you think it's uh, boring, because if it's boring, you're not going to show up. You're not going to even seek God out to actually share your life with him. Right. I mean, that's how it worked for me. Um, and so today I, I really want to encourage you to start practicing honesty in your prayer life with God. Now, many of us think that 
we may have grown up in church traditions or we may have grown up in families that did not want to know the truth about us. They did not want to hear what we were really going through. They did not want to hear our struggles. They did not want to hear what was messy in our lives because it made them scared or maybe they didn't know how to handle it. And it maybe they thought um, it's going to be more work for me if I have to hear that. And so I just would rather not deal with it. But when we do that, we cut ourselves off from intimacy with God. And so some of us thought, well, when I go into this, when I go into my time with God, because I am now a Christian, I need to be perfect already. I need to clean myself up so that I can meet the holy, perfect God in prayer. And so we sanitize our prayers. We strip them of everything that is interesting in our prayers. And so what ends up happening is um, we kind of have these anemic prayers that I kind of mentioned before, like, oh, thank you, God. Here's all the things I'm thankful for. Oh, here, God, here's all the things I need help with. And then we're like, and done. And then we think, well, maybe God will speak. So maybe I'll sit in silence for a minute. Nothing happens. And so then we move on and we think, check, I've done my prayer. Well, the reality is, is that is not what prayer is supposed to be with God. You are supposed to show up and be yourself. You are supposed to show up and say what is on your heart. And so, for example, what this looks like is, you know, you may have gone through your day and had a really tough experience at work. You may have had a really tough experience with your boss where um, you felt uh, that your boss did not recognize the work you had done. You felt overlooked. You felt cheated out of recognition. And you are carrying all that sort of angsty feeling inside you. And and then it comes to your prayer and you don't bring any of that into your prayer life with God. And yet that is the very thing that God would want you to be talking to him about. He would want to know about that experience. He would want to know what happened. How did you feel about that? What do you think about that? What are you angry about? What are you frustrated about? Who are you in this experience? That is the very thing you bring into your prayer life. Um, so honesty is the way forward into growth. Honesty is the way forward into being spiritually transformed. It is being honest about our thoughts, our feelings, experiences we've had, and anything that feels kind of messy in our lives. We bring that before God. So you know, what does this look like? Well, some of you may be thinking, I don't even know how to be honest. You know, honestly, I don't know how to be honest. I don't even know what to talk about. And so here's what it could look like. So for example, one night I was um, scrolling through Instagram and I came across this account of this actress that I really like. She's a British actress. And I was scrolling through her Instagram account. Now, she is adorable. She's cute. Um, and she's, I think she's newly married, you know, and so through scrolling through her Instagram account, I just saw all these wonderful pictures of her having picnics with her friends in these beautiful locations. They're, they're traipsing around the world, having adventures in foreign locales. Um, she's adorable. She looks good in all this high fashion. And, and I have to tell you, as I was as I was looking at her Instagram posts. Now I know, I know social media is not reality. I get it, but what happened was as I'm scrolling through her Instagram account, feelings are coming to the surface of my heart. It becomes her Instagram account becomes a mirror to stuff that is happening inside me, and all this dissatisfaction came out. Like I was 
angry. Not at her. I was angry at my life. I was angry that my life felt so mundane. My life felt boring. It felt so constrained. And um, it felt like drudgery. And I had not any clue that that was really what I was feeling at this time. But as I started scrolling through that Instagram account, those are the feelings that came up. Like I just became super dissatisfied with my life. Now, this had been brewing because I love to travel and I haven't traveled internationally in a very long time. Um, I love doing fun things and having parties with friends and, and being playful. And I realized that I hadn't done much of that in my life lately. I, it kind of got stuck in a box, you could say. And so scrolling through her Instagram account brought all these things up. Now, at this point, I have two choices. I could either take those feelings that I was feeling, um, open up a little door in my heart and stuff those feelings inside and close the door and walk away and hope that I would forget about them because they're uncomfortable. There's not much I can do to change my circumstances right now. And so I just would rather not feel them. And so I'm not going to, I'm just going to lock them away in my little heart and walk away. Well, here's what's going to happen though. When I do that, I wind up leaking all over my family. And by that, I mean, I have these feelings of um, dissatisfaction, I'm frustrated, I'm bored with my life in some sense. And here comes my husband wanting to talk to me about car repairs. Car repairs! Oh, car repairs are so boring. Car repairs are so mundane. Car repairs are so, um, what, pragmatic. They're just so like, I don't want to talk about car repairs. And so here comes my husband wanting to talk to me about it. And because I've got all this stuff roiling in my heart, I leak on him. I snap at him and I get grouchy with him because I don't want his comment about car repairs to remind me of what I'm missing, like, or to remind me of like, this is my life right now. Or it might look like me snapping and um, uh, snapping at my children. You know, they want help with their homework or something. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to help people through homework because I want to go travel. You know, like, I don't want to deal with this right now. You know, well, that's me leaking all over my family because I am not dealing with what's really going on in my heart. So that's the first option. Can you guess what the second option is? The second option is I can actually take that experience that I had on scrolling through Instagram through this one actress's account. I can take that experience. I can take the feelings that came up as a result of it. And I can take it straight into prayer with God. I get to be honest with God about everything I just experienced and say, God, my life feels like I'm living in a monastery right now. I feel cloistered. I feel suffocated and I'm angry about it. I'm angry and I don't understand what's happening and I don't know why it's like this. And you know, I want it to change and I want you to change it. God, you know, I get to do that. And here's what ends up happening when I do that. And that's what I did do, by the way, I did take all of that ah, into prayer with God. And I will be honest with you, there were no solutions to this struggle I was having. It didn't automatically get fixed. It didn't go away, magically go away. But what did happen is I am not carrying it around and it's not leaking out on my family. It has been handed over to the one who can deal with it. 
I relieved myself in one sense of this emotional burden with the one who actually has the resources, the capacity to hold it for me and to deal with it and to speak to me about it. And I can tell you there was relief. I did get relief because in the process of sharing all of this with God and of exposing myself to God, um, I got relief, but I also got a sense of God seeing me, of God listening to me, of God knowing me. And that leads to connection. That leads to that intimacy that here is a part of myself that I could have hidden away. But I chose not to, and instead I brought it before God to the one who totally loves me, the one who totally cares about me, who cares about my feelings about these things, and who has something to say about him. So um, all of us have experiences like that. All of us get into arguments with people. Well, maybe not all of us. I mean, I do love to argue, but some of, you know, all of us have difficult interactions with people. All of us are dealing with... Um, uh, unmet expectations where we felt let down. Um, all of us are dealing with difficult emotions around situations we can't control. And so instead of stuffing that and thinking, I just need to ignore it because I can't do anything about it, or I need to um, take care of it myself. I just need to um, talk myself out of it. We spend so much time in self-talk trying to convince ourselves of what the right thing is to do or the right thing to feel or the right thing to think is. And instead of doing all that self-talk, what we should be doing is taking that conversation straight into conversation with God and let him have it. Let him talk to us about it. Let him be the one that holds these these experiences and these feelings and these thoughts we have that are uncomfortable, that feel messy, and give it to the one who can handle it all. That is the ideal. Now, do I do it perfectly every time? Absolutely not. But the alternative is I stuff it and then I'm not making connection with God. I'm not, I'm not giving our relationship a chance to truly grow and to deepen and to become more intimate because as I have these conversations with God, he does st start speaking to me and not always in the exact moment when I'm talking to him, but me noticing what's going on, me sharing that with God then allows me to be paying attention when I start hearing things outside of myself, usually from other people or from circumstances where I can see, oh, this is God speaking to me about this issue. And now I'm aware. Now I can make connections. Now I can see the hand of God in my life. So we all have, we all have experiences. We all have thoughts and feelings as we go through this life, unless we are totally numb, in which case I am sorry. That is a difficult place to be. I've been there too. I've been in a place where my life felt numb. I didn't know what to talk to God about. And I was showing up and just giving him surface, sterilized prayers. But I want to encourage you that if you don't know where to start, try this. Show up before God and say exactly that. Say, I don't know where to start. I don't know how to talk honestly with you. Or show up and say, I'm bored. I'm bored in our relationship. Just start showing up and saying what is the reality for you. And just get practice doing that. 
Because a lot of times we'll be bored, but we won't ever say anything. We don't talk to God about that. We don't say, I'm tired of my prayer life. We would never say that. Why don't we say that though? God wants to hear it from us. He knows it's happening. So it's not like we can hide. So be honest about that. Just start saying the things that are actually happening in your life and how you feel about them and how you feel about your relationship with God. Another way you can approach this is, for example, let's say something happened in your day. Let's say you ordered a coffee at the local coffee shop and they got your order wrong and you had this insane urge inside you to give that person a verbal um, lashing across the face. You didn't. You withheld that, but you felt it inside. You just got enraged and you were so angry that they got it wrong. And then you're kind of puzzled by that whole experience, right? You're like, where is this coming from? Well, here's what you can do. You can go before God and you can describe in concrete detail your experience as if you were an observer of it. Look at yourself in the coffee shop. Describe to God what you were doing. Describe to God the experience that you had. Describe like what happened when you got the wrong order or that they got their order wrong. What happened? What were you feeling inside? And just start describing the experience to God as a way to start becoming honest in prayer and see what happens. Notice how you feel after talking to God like that. It's a start, right? Now, I will say this. There are some of you for whom being honest before God with these things feels very scary. And it could be because in your past with either your family of origin or with uh, people who were significant to you, when you were honest, it, um, you were rejected. You felt rejection or you were rejected or um, you were treated poorly as a result of telling the truth. And so you learned to hide and you just started hiding your true self because it wasn't safe to come out of hiding. And I will say this, if that is the case with you, um, uh, try one, try the thing of like, I'll just show up and tell God that I'm scared. Just show up to God and say, I'm scared of telling you the truth about these things. I'm scared of being rejected by you. I'm scared of um, your response to me if I tell you the truth of things that I'm disappointed. You know, if you're disappointed in God, just tell him that. Start with that. But if there's deeper things that you really do want to share with God that do make you terrified or scared to reveal, then I would suggest finding a pastor or a wise friend, somebody you feel safe with, or a therapist or a spiritual director even. Anybody who you feel you can be your true self with, who won't judge you or reject you when you tell the truth. And start practicing in that relationship what you really want to say with God, but feel like you can't. So, um, again, I just want to say honesty is the foundational habit we want to get in. Um, we want to become used to doing in our prayer life with God. If we want to grow, if we want to connect, if we want to have greater intimacy with God, we want to start practicing total honesty. And again, if your prayer life is boring, it's probably because you are not being honest with God about the things in your life. And let me tell you, your life, I'm sure, is full of things you could talk about honestly with God. I mean, I'm a stay-at-home mom who homeschools her kids, and I've got tons to talk about. Tons. Tons. So we often are a mystery to ourselves, but one of the ways that we can start getting clarity about ourselves is by being honest before God about who we are and what we're doing. 
and how we feel about the events of our lives and how we feel about our children and how we feel about our spouse and how we feel, you know, because here's the thing. God never betrays our confidence. So no matter what we say to God, he does not betray us to anybody else. Isn't that lovely? So we can say anything, anything to God. And here's what he will not do. God will not run away. He will not reject us. He will not betray us. He will not um, disparage us for telling the truth. He will not condemn us and he will not shame us. That is not who God is. And if you're experiencing any of that, then um, I just want to let you know that is not of God. That would be of the enemy of your soul. The enemy of your soul wants to keep you in lies, wants to keep you in hiding, wants to keep you covering so that your true self never comes out. But that's not what God wants. He wants your full, total self, your full, authentic self to be seen. And here's the other thing that I think is kind of interesting, is the entire way God has designed us, the way God has designed us physically, the way God has designed us emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually, is that the truth, telling the truth, and being honest is actually good for us. So telling the truth is what creates connections. It's what creates the, a foundation for relationships. Um, it is what helps us physically be healthy. So if you've ever seen people who um, lie, lie a lot, um, well, one of, the, one of the things we know is that they are psychologically unhealthy, they're spiritually unhealthy, and they're emotionally unhealthy. Because lying leads to all sorts of problems. And one of the big problems that it, that it leads to is disconnection. It creates mistrust and disconnection from other people. And then those sorts of things, when you start lying or you start suppressing the truth, it shows up in your body in other ways, in other unhealthy ways. And we know this. And God has designed the body to, to thrive on honesty and truth. Isn't that interesting? You know what Jesus does say? Jesus does say, come to me like a little child. And you know what children do? They will come and if you are a safe person, they will come and tell you everything. They will tell you every dream they've had. They'll tell you every desire they have. They'll tell you every want they have. They'll tell you everything, every question. If you've ever been around small children, they question, 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 question all the time because they think you're interested. They think you want to know. They think, you know, they want connection and that's how they're doing it. And they, they are honest about what they think about you. At least my kids are. They tell me when I'm being mean. My kids tell me when um, I've done something, when I've messed up, they tell me and I accept it. You know, I receive it because they're right. I'm not perfect. So that is exactly the same way God receives us. He wants us to be like little children. And so that re means he wants us to be honest with them. If he wants us to be like children, he wants us to be honest and free to come to him with everything. So I hope this little tidbit, this little tip, will help you get started in a rejuvenated, uh, joyous relationship with God. I hope that you will never have a boring prayer life again. Thanks for listening. Bye.